or English speaking countries make a lot of mistakes when it comes to brand names too, because once you, once you set your brand name, you're kind of, you're kind of there and there's not, it's, it's a lot of money and time and effort to, to reset the brand name thing. So what I was going to do, if it's okay, is maybe spend a couple of minutes sharing with everyone our brand name selection steps and how we go about creating a new brand name, the things that we look at and the process and the tools that we use to do this. Um, it's nothing proprietary. It's just something that we came up with that we use. that has been very effective because what we have a lot of people say is, how did you get that brand name? How much did you pay for that domain? And the reality is we probably paid at most $19 for the domain because that's the way that we do our search. <laughs> but there's a process to find these things, right? They exist. They're out there. So why don't I share my screen real quick if you want me to walk through this? Yeah, go ahead. Share your screen. Okay. Um, and uh, okay, I think we're shared. Oh, there we go. Uh, you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Okay. Okay, so this isn't pretty. Let me blow this up a little for you so that everybody can read this. You can screenshot it if you want. Uh, eh, too much. Too much. <laughs> About, nah. Let's go to 14. And then... Yeah, that's that's good we can, enough. We can see it. That's all good. Yeah, you guys can see it. Okay, let me do this. Okay. So, when we're thinking about a brand name, you can think about kind of what product category you're in or the product type, right? Is this a is this an outdoor brand? Is this a home goods brand? And think about some of those things that you you see and other brand names that are in those category like if we're doing home goods like West Elm or, uh, you know, country cottage or something. And you're like, yeah, that, that's a nice generic uh, home goods brand name because I might come up with other products that fit under this brand, but I don't know what they are yet. So you don't want to go too specific, uh, but you want it to sound appropriate. So what, what I do is I go through and I pick and just kind of brainstorm two categories of words that are general but fit the vibe of the brand. So I'm going to talk about a home goods brand. And if you look here on the left, I've got two columns and it just says first words and outdoor words. And I thought, started thinking like, okay, for home goods, I want to do like names of trees and seasons and flowers and just words like that. And in the next uh, column, I wanted to do outdoor words like hollow and valley and breeze and cottage and cabin and lakes and coasts and things like this. So once you have a list, and this doesn't have to be perfect, right? Just put whatever you want in there. Just words that you like that think that you think you have the that, that, that have a vibe about them. And then what I do is I take those two columns and I concatenate them. And that's a fancy way of saying add them all together and make possible brand names out of them. And I use a tool um, that's listed right here um, that uh, I've been using for years. And I can't, let me pop over to another tab here real quick. So uh, this is the tool. Uh, it's from a brand called Found, but they have this keyword uh, PPC concatenation tool, which this thing's awesome. It's free. You should use it. I use it for PPC stuff or anything. So basically, I just put these two columns in here and I choose broad match and I hit concatenate. 
and it adds all those words together in this nice, beautiful, long list of possible brand names. So I've got 208 possible brand names. Some of them I'm going to like, some of them I'm not going to like. Doesn't matter. You don't have to worry about that. So basically go ahead and copy this list and put it back in your spreadsheet. Um, and then add the .com to it. So you can use okay. a function to basically add it together. And then you get this list right here of possible domains. <laughs> so then you take those domains and you copy them. And you put them into GoDaddy into you can you can upload a whole bulk list of domains up to 2000 domains. Now, you have to be signed in. So you got to have a yeah. GoDaddy account. You got to sign in and then you search for the domains. And then it will pull up a list of the domains and I sort them by price. <laughs> and I'm down to 471 out of that original 800 and something domain. So already we're cut in half because I'm not going to start a brand that doesn't have a domain available for it, a .com, yeah. right? And so now my list is already down to 471. And then I can go ahead and export this and sort it by price. And I don't want to pay more than $20 for my domain. So that we're probably down to, I don't know, a list of 100 or 200 potential domains, um, maybe less at that point. So once you have that list of 100 or 200 domains, that's when, you know, I... I I go ahead and, and create what's called like a, a home goods brand shortlist. And this is me just combing through that 100 or 200. It only takes a couple of minutes. You think, oh, that's a lot. It's not that many. So you just read them and you're like, do I like it? Yes or no. Uh, but also there's other things that you need to look at. Yeah. Is it trademarked. And this is one that's overlooked a lot. What is the character count of the brand name? So in your Amazon title, you're limited to a certain number of characters. So you might find a really cool brand name, but it might be 30 characters long. And you're wasting <laughs> so much SEO juice uh, in your title by having this super long brand name and you're just hurting yourself. So I sort it by character count. And it doesn't mean that the short ones are the best ones. It just means that if, if I had to choose between two and everything was equal, I would choose the one with a shorter character count. And you may cut it off. You might just be like, okay, I'm not doing, my cutoff is I don't want my brand name to be more than 15 characters. So when I looked at the ones that I liked and I realized that there were only 15, you know, no more than 15 characters, I'm down to 44 options. So you see the list is getting shorter. Then I take the time to go and look at the trademarks. This is manual, but remember, I'm only down to 44, so it doesn't take that long. So you can go to the, the trademark registry and type in the name and just say, is it, you know, is it trademark? Yes, no. Even if it is, is there a conflict that you can see? Yes. Is it is there a weird conflict? You know, I, I just kind of put notes in here and I start mm -hmm. to narrow my list down even further. And then at that point, I may create a column here that says, um, you know, continue process or something like that. And I'll select them. And then what I do for those ones is I do two things. One, Google it. Just Google the name. Google Rest Elm. Because you might come up with something crazy. 
Rest Elm is a motel that's in, um, you know, Paducah, Kentucky, that eight people got murdered in in 1970, <laughs> right? There's something, something crazy like that, right? And you're like, ooh, okay, I don't want to do that. That I don't want my brand associated with that. And and so from like an SEO perspective and a ranking perspective and just a brand perspective, like what are you up against? So we have a brand name that is also the name of a band, like a local band in Florida. And it's like, eh, I'm not worried about that, right? Like, I don't care. But if that local band had done something crazy and there was a bunch of negative news around it, then I might not want to have selected that brand name. So Google it and then also look to see if the social handles are available. Is the Instagram handle available? Is the Twitter handle available? Is the Facebook page available? Look at all those things and you can make uh, categories for these. And your list is going to get really short real quick. But at the end of the day, you're going to have some really good options to choose from that you know aren't trademarked, that the social handles are available, that there's nothing negative on Google or search engine results about it, that the .com is available for $20 and it has a short character count. So that's how we go about selecting our brands. Um, and at the point, if we're choosing between a few at the end, we just ask our friends and family, which one of these do you like for this product? And eventually we'll get a little bit of consensus or you just pick one that sounds good. Like hollowelm.com, you know, like Lake Elm, Rest Elm, like these are great names and these are all available for $19 and they're short, like Lake Willow, River Tulip, like they don't mean anything necessarily, but this is the process. So um, wanted to just share that with you guys and hopefully that helps as you're, you know, trying to figure out how to go through your brand selection process.